coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, rugby league fans, we are back. Been getting some messages, some feedback. Where's the NRL potties, Paddy? What's going on? All I can say is life is chaos, daddy daycare taking over, and I am very deep into the NBA playoffs. We're nearly there at the finals. Denver Nuggets just progress. It's um, just a crazy time of the year. So if you haven't checked our latest potty out, NBA fans, two hours right there. Dive in, pull it apart, and we've got more content coming. So today, just a short, short, fun little potty. I'm riding solo, riding shotgun. It's actually, a, no, I just finished work, hit the gym. It's after midnight now. This is like after hours, Paddy. Like you're getting real deep, real late. Strap yourself in. So. To start the year, we had our early bold predictions or way too early bold predictions after the first two rounds for all 17 teams. I like to do that, just a stab in the dark, how we think teams are going to look going into this year how, or how they do look, how they start the season, what we can expect from them the rest of the year. See if I got them right. See if I got them wrong. I'll be honest, accountability. I love this shit. Hold myself to, you know, I guess these standards are a bit of fun. See, see how I go. Some I'm sure I nail and then others I'm just apple crumble. Put your ice cream on it, it just absolutely oozes everywhere. Absolute shocker for me. So it's fun. And maybe we'll do it like three quarters of the way through the year, maybe the back end of the year, and just see where we're at. So we'll break that down. And then I've got my premiership tiers or premiership brackets in regards to the teams. I guess your power rankings, who can win the premiership. And I've got little a little system and brackets breaking it down where I think each team is all the way down to, yeah, from one to 17. So a bit of fun. Um, yeah, as always, haven't said it for a while, like, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, Apple, Spotify, all the good stuff. Help us, you know, that the algorithm, help the podcast grow. It's been a really, another good year. Appreciate all the support. Um, and Origin is around the corner. We've got some awesome Origin content to come. Christian will be back. It's just, yeah, we've, we've recorded episodes and had technical difficulties. Um, bit frustrating. Life's chaos, but we just chug on. So as I said, riding solo, riding shotgun, bit of monologue for you guys. And um, hope you enjoy it. Little short, sharp one. Let's go. So we'll go in alphabetical order. My way too early bold predictions. This is what I said at the start of the year. Let's see how they're going right now. Broncos, top four and serious premiership threats. So they're sitting fourth as we speak. Everyone's been raving about them all year, actually the Bronx, and they have lost their last two in a row, which is interesting. Down on troops like Adam Reynolds and whatnot, but I'm really impressed with their defense. They could drop lower. You know, they're on the road this weekend. Origin players out against the Warriors. I expect them to lose. So they're probably going to be outside the top four after this round. But they're sniffing around. Like, I hope we don't see what happened last year. They just fall out of the eight completely. 
They've set themselves up. They've started well. Um, I think I've got them as a premiership threat for sure. If they finish top four and get a prelim or even the first week or two at Suncorp, they are going to be so hard to beat regarding obviously injuries. My bold prediction, Broncos top four serious premiership threat. They're sitting fourth. I think they're a threat. I'm going to give that a pass mark. I can see them dropping out of that four, but I'm going to give them a pass mark for now. It's a um, good start to the year for them for sure. Raiders, the Canberra Raiders. My bold prediction was if they keep giving second half leads away, they won't play finals football. So they're currently sitting eighth as we speak, have a tough game on the weekend against South Sydney, obviously Origin Stars not in the picture. But I'm just going to run through some just examples of the Canberra Raiders don't like to make things easy for themselves. They like tough matches. They can have a big lead. They bring it back. They don't like, they just make it tough for themselves. They grind. They're a grindy team for 80 minutes. They just, they don't want to, they don't want life easy, the Raiders. So for example, round one, they're down 18 nil. And then they come back and they lose by one point. So it's these big leads, whether they're ahead early, they crumble or they come back. It's, it's one side or the other. I don't really understand with them. Like they lost in round two, they're up 12 nil. They're up 12 nil in round two against the Dolphins. I don't really understand it. I can't put my finger on it. Obviously, they started the season slow, the Raiders. They went on to five in a row, went for six in a row on the weekend, just gone by and lost to Manly. But it's these games, they just, I think it's going to bite them in the, the ass come the back end of the season if they muck around. Like we look round nine, round nine, they just beat the Dolphins by one point. They're up 18 nil. It's 18 nil. They can concede two tries, then they score again, and the Dolphins win the second half 18 to 6, and they have to win by a field goal. Like 18 nil. Like they make it so hard on themselves, the Raiders. I don't get it. Round 10, just scrolling through. Magic round. What a round that was. Yeah. They're up 18 6 against the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs come back and make it 18 all. Then they skip ahead by 10. Bulldogs come back. They end up only winning by. It's 34-30 against the Bulldogs. So they've just won by four points when they've had this big lead in the, in the first half. Like the Raiders do this, whether it's they get behind the eight ball early on and claw it back and make it a close game or they get ahead. It doesn't matter what way. They make it ugly. They make it tough on themselves. And I think it's going to come back to haunt them. I could be wrong. They're sitting in the eight right now as we speak. We'll see. They're going to be sniffing around. I, it's a definite team to look on. We'll see if they make finals football at the start of the year. I didn't think they would, but I'm happy to be wrong. So that's, yeah, I'm on the fence with that one. We'll see how that eventuates. The Canary Bankstown Bulldogs, my, some of these aren't that bold, ladies and gentlemen. Some are fighting for the top eight. So they had a cracking win on the weekend, big comeback victory. They may only be 15th on the table and people are going to laugh at me. They're on 10 competition points, but they've got the bye this week. That puts them up to 12. And essentially, they're going to be one win as it stands now. Say one or two wins from the eight. So they're sniffing around. They're going to be two points from ninth position, 10th position. So they're there. They're close. The competition is that close this season. The NRL is so close. I've put posts up on the playbook before. One to five on the ladder as we speak, all on 16 competition points. It's bizarre. Fuck. One win separates. One win on the ladder separates. First to eighth. That's how close it is. Those top eight teams are all within two competition points. 
one win. Doggies, they're 15th, but they're not that far. I don't think they're going to be fighting for a top eight, so I'm happy to cop the, the L on that, the fail on that. But it's, it's possible. I'll go to the next five. We'll just do a quick rundown. Roosters away, tough, par at home. They're not going too well either. We'll get to them, but it's winnable. Sharks, not, yeah, okay. Sharks, not Souths. You're probably going to have to win three of those five or at least two of those five, a few buyers and finish the season strong. They could be sniffing. I think I might've got this one wrong with the doggies. Unfortunately, it's been injuries galore. Feel sorry for them, but they are fighting. They don't give up. I give them credit for that. We'll see what happens. I really hope they can just keep, get a few more wins. Similar to last year, the back end of the season, just come home strong. You never know. They could have that, that big nose out having a sniff around the eight, the bottom of the eight. We'll see. The Sharkies, the Cronulla Sharks, tighten up defense and they are contenders. So I look at the ladder as we speak. They're sitting third. Really, really good. They're actually, I've got this totally wrong. They are the second best attacking team in this competition, the Cronulla Sharks. One point behind the Eels. The Eels, fuck. He was the 13th and then the, that scored the most points. And I know buyers come into it. Some teams have played more than others. Yeah, Cronulla Sharks are the best attacking team in the comp. I take that back. They've only played 11 games, 299 points for phenomenal. Points against so their defense. They are sixth. The Sharks are sixth for points against. So... They're in that top bracket. They're sitting third. I think they're the real deal once again. They keep that defense tight. Their attacking structures are gorgeous. That back line is probably... The Sharks' back line might be the most well-balanced in the comp. One of them anyway. Like it is elite from, you know, your Nico Hines now in origin. Moylan's doing really well. Ramian, Talakai, Tracy's coming to, you know, fill in for him for now. Katoa, Mulatalo, Kennedy at the back just is so... I wouldn't say underrated, but probably just underappreciated. Like he's a rock star. So Sharks, it's, everything's pointing in the right direction for me. Obviously, we know the best teams that win premierships. It's, it all comes down to defense. They keep tightening that up. We know what their attack can do, what they can do with the, the Steedon in hand. I like it. So let's see what they can do over this origin period. Just keep building, keep building come September. Looking good for the Sharks. On track with my prediction. Dolphins. I'm glad I did this. I just wrote because everyone had it. And I even said it at the start of the year, like it's going to be dragons or dolphins for the spoon. My bold prediction for the dolphins was just won't get the wooden spoon. And I think that's after round one when they beat the roosters. The dolphins, they're sitting six, sixth right now. Two points off the top, two points from the top. 11 games, six wins. Incredible. Very winnable game this round. Round 13, at home, they win that 12 games, 7 wins. That's fucking incredible. So they won't win the spoon. I think I've nailed that. I'm going to, um, I'll take the win on that one. The Dolphins will not get the wooden spoon. Gold Coast Titans, top eight smoky if they learn to defend. I've had a gutful of this team. I've had a fucking gutful. I love the foreign edition. Veros has obviously been injured for feeder as a new man this year. I actually like the team. They're fun to watch, but they've lost their last two in a row. 
And they're not even that bad. They're sitting 10th on the ladder. The Gold Coast Titans are sitting 10th on the ladder. One win out of the eight. Think of where they would be if they didn't butcher games. You talk about, I talk about the Raiders, these second half crumbles or giving up big leads or just falling behind and bringing it back. They're up 14-0 on the weekend against the Bulldogs, 14-0. What happens there? They lose. 2018, so the, the Bulldogs have gone on a 20-4 run to close it out. Like, just, just not good enough. Titans, there's one crumble there. Round 11, they get fucking pounded in the second half against the Knights. So we look at that. 12 all at half time. They get it early in the second half and then they just get absolutely destroyed. The match ends up 46-26. Like it's unforgivable. These, these defense, like yeah, they won in magic round 26-24 against the Eels. Like their defense, they just can't, I don't know what it is. Like I, I really can't put a, a picture on it. I, I, can't, I can't put my finger on it. This is what they've been like for years. They win high scoring games, shootouts essentially, gunslingers. and just they lack that gritty grinding football. I thought Forum would, Forum would bring more. And it, it's just not consistent. Like round nine, they beat Manly in Manly. 26-10 and it's like a grindy win. I know those wet weather conditions. Like it's good. And then they just shoot blanks. Like we know what happened. Round eight against the fucking Dolphins. 26-0, you're up. You're winning. You fall apart. You've got shit in your undies. You've got nothing. Apple fucking crumble. Like, disgusting. You lose 28-26. 28 unanswered points. Like, it's just unforgiving. There's at least two, probably three games there they should have. I'm going to say two. Well, two easily they should have won. They should have won on the weekend. Up 14-0 against the Doggies. They should have won in round eight. As I said, that big 26-point lead. There's two games they should have won. You know what? You know where the fucking Titans would be sitting? They'd be sitting tied first on 16 competition points, but they don't care, take care of their own business. So top eight smoky, I think I got that wrong because you consistently do this to yourself. Yeah, they'll be sniffing around, but I've just got no faith in that. And they, they don't defend. So I might've, it's not even a bold prediction. Like defending, all teams have to do it to win games. The Titans have always been like this. I give up. I feel sorry for their fans. I really do. They've got an absolute gun roster in my opinion, but we move on. The Seagulls, all I wrote was Tommy makes them a top eight side. I didn't know how this team was going to go. <sighs> it's tough. Like they had a great win on the weekend against Canberra, obviously, just before Origin. Turbo just turns it on, locks in his selection for the Blues. They're sitting ninth, one point out of the eight. <sighs> Turbo hasn't been himself. We've, we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's really tough to watch. It's grim. Maybe he's building. Maybe they're going to be okay and finish strong. Like, I still think they're going to struggle to make the eight. Origin, DCE's out. Turbo's out. Gerbo now. The hamstring's out for six weeks. That is crucial. If they don't string some wins together, I think they're, they're going to leave it too late. They're really going to fall, fall behind the eight ball. So I think I got this wrong with Manly. I don't think they're going to be an eight, top eight side just because they've got Tommy. If he's playing Origin... Well, I should say, if he's healthy, he'll be playing Origin. He won't be there. I think they're going to start sliding a bit, unfortunately, Manly fans. Happy to be wrong, but I got this wrong. Really disappointing, actually. Started the year strong, and it has not. Things haven't come to fruition. We'll see. But, yeah. They'll be sniffing, but I think I got that wrong. The Melbourne Storm. Storm will be Storm. 
and find ways to win. They've probably been the most underwhelming team at the top of the ladder. I think they're, I actually think their forward pack's pathetic. It sounds like I'm being harsh. I think they just lack punch. It's like essentially Nelson and that's it. I think all the top packs can just go at them and fucking cutthroat, just, just essentially destroy them through the middle. Just that middle third, that corridor, just go bang. Whatever pack it is, I think they've got them covered from those top elite teams. But that's what I mean. The storm will be storm. 11 games I've played, the bye this week, they've won seven of them. They just figure a way to win. They don't be themselves. Bellamy, obviously, elite. And they're tied first on 16 competition points. So you can't... It hasn't been impressive this year for me. They're missing Pappy still. Crazy. And they're sitting fifth, tied first. So, yeah. And I was one of those people as well at the start of the year. Is this like a turning point for the the franchise, the Storm? I know there's a long way to go in this season, but they they just do their thing. Storm will be the storm. I'm pretty confident on that prediction early on in the season. Okay, the Knights. I had bottom four team. It's been ups and downs for them. KP, obviously, the concussions. Hastings, really good. Lockie Miller started the fantastic. He's been dropped this week. Very winnable game for the Knights. Very winnable against the Manly side. As I said just before, all their origin players out. Injuries affecting. Knights win this. They're currently sitting 12th. So they've, they've blown that out of the water. I know it's only one competition point on the bloody ladder, so I'm just going to settle down. But they win this and they get a bit of separation from the bottom four. I could be wrong here. There's a long way to go, but maybe the Knights are good enough just to edge themselves above that bottom, that bottom four. At the moment, I'm wrong. I'm surprised they've put in some really, like the start of the year, they had some really tough performances, like just more grit and grind. And it wasn't, it was just impressive. I think a lot of people would have had them at the bottom of the ladder, like me. They've exceeded expectations at the moment. It sounds bad. Wow, they've exceeded expectations and they're sitting 13th, but sorry, sitting 12th. We'll see, see what they can do over Origin, see if KP gets back in that squad. Um, Yeah. Maybe I'm being too generous now just looking at it. They've only played 11 games and won four. Teams below them have played 12 and won five. Obviously, they had that draw with Manly, which edges them ahead. Maybe I'm being generous, but they're sitting 12. So at the moment, they're not bottom four. It's surprising. Good on them. I got that wrong. This was one I was not confident about. I, I, I even said at the start of the year, it was either Sharks or Cowboys. I didn't know which was going to be the slider after round two when I put these predictions in. I said, Cowboys, they're going to be sliders. Teams will be ready for them this year and have them figured out. I don't know what it is with the Cowboys this year. They look lackluster. They look zapped of energy. They look like dog shit. Teams are ready for them. They've circled them on the calendar. You're not going to finish you know, top three last year, like last year. Um, points against the Cowboys. This is outrageous. A team that was in the prelim last year. All their players, most of them, career years. Jeremiah Nanai, Val Holmes, all these guys getting rep jerseys. Tam Lolo doing his thing. Maritua Lungi, Scotty Drinkwater, Throbber, like Tommy Deard and Origin. You can't, I can't put my finger on it, but all I can look at right now, they are the team the Cowboys average the most missed tackles in this competition. 
And they are the worst defensive team in the comp. Full stop. 307 points allowed. I've played 12 games. I'm not a mathematician. 307 divided by 12. You're looking at 25.5 points per game. Let's notch that up. 26 points per game they concede. That makes life very fucking tough. Very tough to win football games. Obviously, it doesn't help on the weekend. Absolutely dust by the West Tigers. 66 of the best. Slammed down their throat. But, um, yeah. They've, they've got the Eels this week. Eels will be red hot. They're only down Junior Borlo. They're, try- they're starting to get a bit of momentum now. They lose this. They find, you know, fall behind the eight ball. Once again, Origin players, they're affected during Origin. Cowboys are in trouble. They are a slider. They are worse than a slider. They are. It sounds silly, but they could be sniffing around the spoon. I don't think they'll get it, but they're, they're in a deep dive and precaution. Chuck up your, your wet floor signs. Don't slip over because this team's coming right down with you. Cowboy sliders nailed. Parramatta Eels. If they start the season 0 from 5, their season's over. Eels, they've just been, I feel sorry for their fans, so inconsistent off that grand final. It must just, you must be there just pulling your hair out, shaking your head. Round one, loss. I remember extra time, Harrogate try. Round two, at home, lost to the Sharks. They conceded 30 and we're thinking, oh no, like these are close losses. First loss, fuck. This was the crazy game, round three at Manly. They lost by four points again. Their first three games, close losses. Then they, bang, have that crazy game against Penrith, the Cleary field goal, the Moses field goal. They win. They got Penrith twice last year in the regular season, beat them. Regular season this year again, round four, beat them. And everyone's like, are they back? Round five, they lose to Roosters. So they won from five. So I had O from five. They didn't do that. I got my bold prediction wrong. So their season essentially wasn't over. I'll just fly through these for the listeners. Round six, they win. So we're back. We're back. Round seven, they win. Bang, they're back. Momentum, momentum, momentum. Round eight, they lose. Round nine, they win. So it's up, down, up, down, win, loss, loss, win, win kind of thing. Like it's, it's tough. Round 10, magic round. This was the killer. They lost. If they got that one, it's like, oh. Then they lose Mitch Moses in that one. He gets knocked out. Go to round 11, down in Canberra, and they lose. And that's where, like, I was in a few group chats with one of my best mates, Brad, he's an Eels fan. Like, he was kind of pretty much the knockout blow where see, our season's done. And I was like, I'm giving them one more chance. Like, I didn't even think they'd win. No one essentially tipped them. Last Friday against the Bunnies, I said, they lose this game. Their season's over. Miraculously, they win. 36-16 against the Bunnies. Flog them, Indigenous round. And they're sitting 13th, so people are going to say, oh, their season's over. They're, they're two wins off the eight. Winnable game, Friday against the Cowboys. You're going to get a bye after that. You get a bit of momentum over Origin. Like, they can sneak up. Like, it just takes two or three wins. So, I got that wrong. I got that wrong. Eels' season is still well alive, and I think they will climb a few more spots. It's not pretty. Yeah. Consistent wins, back-to-back wins, two or three wins in the NRL, and you will climb the ladder. It's pretty simple. So I think the Eels can do that. We'll see. And um, why don't we check back in again? I could be wrong. Panthers produced the best 
my bold take was the yeah, Panthers produced the best defense in the league and serious chance at a three-peat. It's a pretty simple formula. Ladies and gentlemen, the Panthers are easily, fucking easily the best defensive team in the comp as we speak. 125 points conceded in total over 11 games. That's 11.3 points a game they're conceding. That's fucking outrageous. 11 points a game. 11 points a game they're conceding. That make, you don't have to be a good attacking team with that. That's, that's outrageous. And a stat that I love, obviously, being a Panthers fan, 2020, we lose a grand final to the Storm. We had the best attack in the comp. Storm had the best defense in the comp. They win the premiership. We, we changed things around, our structures around. We, the way we played, our mentality was like in 2020, it was always come out gunslinging, get an early lead and kind of hold that lead, stay ahead. 2021 was just settle it down. Defense, defense, defense. We improved our defense. We're the best defensive team in the comp in 2021. And our averages, 22, we go back to back. Our defense gets better in 22. And it's early, 2023. I know it's early. It's a long way to go. Their defense is better. So every single year from 2020, three grand finals in a row, back-to-back premierships, every single year their defense has gotten better and better and better regards to points that they allow per game. It's fucking incredible in my opinion. Biased, but yeah. So I think the three-peat is very possible. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to jump the gun. It's a long way to go. All about timing the run. Injuries can come into it, but yeah, they keep this up. That'll be tough. Rabbitohs, this was my preseason premiership pick. I'm feeling fucking great about the bunnies. My, my bold prediction was just more mature, serious contenders. They are easily serious contenders for me. They're sitting second. They've got the second best defense in the comp. They look more mature. They look like they're more patient. The yesteryear of the bunnies was like, go out, left side, run it down his rope, that attack. Um, it's just patient. The, the right side now is their dominant attacking side. It's absolutely phenomenal how things have changed. I, I like what I see. I don't think they get as flustered. They're more calm, mature. And as I said, I just, I see a different team. The, the pack's doing its job. Um, Walker's been like in 2021 form, Cody Walker, like just outrageous. Say, say what you want about Latrell. I was actually getting frustrated him at the start of the year. He's coming to his own. Let's hope he can own the Origin Arena. Um, Campbell Graham. Campbell fucking Graham's the best outside back in the NRL right now, form-wise. Coming off that World Cup year, just, he's a fucking rock star. He is so good. I'm, yeah. Oh, I think I've nailed that. I think the Bunnies are the real deal this year, so. We move on to the Dragons. Oh, Coach just gone. I just said dragons. Ben Hunt won't let the dragons get the spoon. They started the year pretty well, the dragons. And I look now and they're down to last. They win on the, how about this? They win on the weekend. Last minute answer roosters. What a fucking win on the buzzer. And they go down the table, down the fucking table. They're last. I just, I might've got this wrong. I hope this doesn't happen. Benny Hunt doesn't deserve it. I don't mind the dragons, Ugh, but I could have got that one wrong. Keep your eyes peeled. It could be a tough time for the dragons over origin. Let's see how they go without Benny Hunt. By the time you're listening to this, probably tonight, 
against the um the Dolphins. So yeah, big clash. I think I might have got that one wrong. Roosters. The Sydney Roosters. My bold prediction. Too many chefs in the kitchen. Will take time for their attack to click. I'm going to take full credit for this one. I think I nailed it on the head. There are some serious issues at the Sydney Roosters. There are some serious fucking issues. Um, I'll probably spend a bit of time on this, actually. They're, they're sitting 11th. 11 games, 5 wins. It's nothing outrageous. Like It's not like they're, they're, not, they're not that far off the 8. All they have to do is win a, one or two more games and they're up there. Got the bye this week. Regroup. I know they had a few injuries. Brandon Smith now. 7, 8 weeks out. Radley. Radley's a silly... He's a, Radley's the silliest bloke in this competition. He's a silly boy. He can't stay fit. He's in the bin. He's getting sent off. He's missing games through suspension. He is a silly boy. He's lost his composure. He's lost his, his temper. He can't control his emotions. Teams will guard him now. That's a weak spot. And I honestly think this is... People called him elite, an elite lock back in the day. He came in. He won back-to-back comps. Incredible. I don't take that away from him, but... I think he's getting frustrated with maybe not him. It sounds it sounds stupid, but I just think guys like Yo, Cam Murray, or pa- Patrick Carrigan, they're all better than him now. They all tippity top elite better locks. They control the game in more ways. They controlled aggression. They can impact the game in more ways. I just think he's slidden down the pecks like he's down the pecking order. He is not the tippity top anymore. He's not elite. He's got to he's got to sort his shit out. He's probably probably one of the top three most important guys for the Sydney Roosters team regards to obviously that ball playing ability, 13, moving the ruck round from side to side, getting the forwards going, bending that defensive line. He's that crucial. So the Roosters are in all sorts. Sam Walker dropped. Now he's injured. Joey Manu, he's not a 5'8". He's injured. He'll be back soon. I think you've got to keep Manu in the centres. Like, I find it so ironic. Manu has those games at 5'8", and Teddy doesn't see any good ball. Nothing, no shape, no sweeping plays out the back. Manu doesn't play last week. Yeah, they lost to the Dragons, but that second half from Teddy was his best all year. Essentially got them back in the game, pretty much won the game for them, and then Dragons won on the buzz. Like, obviously, Teddy comes up for that play, that one-on-one strip against Suli, try. There's like four or five minutes to go. Oh, the Roosters have snatched it. Bang, the heartbreak. Like... Teddy's in origin now. You miss him. Collins in origin. You're going to miss them. It's, it's worrying signs. Like, I'm not going to jump the gun. I still think they can make the eight. But external noise is, I think, creeping in internally. I don't think Robbo's under pressure, but there's starting to be more questions asked about him. I don't think he's going to lose his job anytime soon. But these things ha- happen. Like, when you don't win and you're expected to, the roster they've got is outrageous. Suwili'i, I don't know why the fuck he's in the centers. Maybe after, you know, first three, four, five rounds, you can see it's not working. Or He's a winger. He was elite. He was talked about to play for Australia in the World Cup if he wanted to. He obviously didn't choose to. He was talked, you know, spoken about New South Wales, representing the state on the wing. He ain't doing that in the centres. I can tell you that for free. Kiri, he's lost his identity. Is he a six playing down short sides? Stripping back the numbers. He's been asked to play as a seven. Um you know, over the, the first 10, 10, 11, 12 weeks, guide the team around, st- stability, kicking game. That, I don't know if that's his game. It's a shit show. They need to figure it out real quick, smart. Pressure is mounting. 
And I, yeah, I'll say it again. I, I fucking nailed this. Too many chefs in the kitchen. A running nine in Brandon Smith. I give you the biggest recruit in the off season. I know he got injured. I'll just dial in the whole game. Brandon Smith. Oh my gosh. I know he got injured. Okay. I, I might've hyperbolic. He didn't even take a run against the dragons. Like he's running game. That's what he's known for. It, it's not there. He's not himself. Kiri, as I said, they need to sort their shit out. There's plenty of things in my opinion. I could be totally wrong, but I just, they need to, they need to simplify their game. Whether it's Drew Hutchinson stays in there for a while. They, they just need to simplify because there's too much shit going on there and there's too many chefs. We're nearly there, ladies and gentlemen. The Warriors, the Waz, building a nice defensive identity, grit and grind. It is different. Andrew Webster has changed this club. I can't put my finger on it. There's something there. But I can officially tell you they are the one, two, three, four, fifth best defensive team in the NRL. The New Zealand Warriors. When, when would you say that? Eight, eight years ago, 10 years ago, maybe longer. Fucking incredible. You know, they don't score the most points, but you keep your defense low, you keep yourself in games, anything's possible. That's what they're doing. There's a grit, there's grind, there's a new identity. Webster is a rock star. You've got RTS coming back next year. Sean Johnson looking to re-sign again. Young Fords coming through outside backs. Tohu Harris in the middle. AFB, top five prop. There's something there. They're building, it's different. They're sitting in the eight. They're sitting in the eight. Winnable game this week. I I like it. I really do. I really do. So they're building. They're building. And it was sad. It was hard. It was simple to say. And I'm probably going to, I think I'm going to get this one wrong for the Tigers. My bold prediction was the wooden spoon. And there's something there. Things have changed. They've won, well, that crazy win on the weekend. I think they've won three of their last four. Let's just double check this, ladies and gentlemen, the West Tigers. So, yes, bang last weekend, 66 points. The week before, they just lost 20 nil to the Rabbits. It actually wasn't that bad. It was 8 nil for so long and just two late tries. The week before that, Magic Round, they win, beat the Dragons. And the week before that, woohoo, they beat the Panthers, sitting on top of the table. Three of their last four games, the Tigers have won. They're trending in the right direction. I hope they can keep putting it together. Obviously, Luke Brooks, 200th on the weekend. Just keep this momentum going. Work the right direction. Keep it going. Just, you never know. What happens if they win another? All right, let's just have a quick breakdown. Next five games at home to Canberra. It's winnable. Call me crazy. The Raiders are up and down. They've gone on that winning streak. They started the year slow. Tigers could win that. I probably won't tip them, but it's winnable. Titans up there. Fucking winnable. Titans are rocks and diamonds. You get an early lead or something in Fraslam, anything can happen. Storm at home, tough. Cowboys, they just flogged the Cowboys away up there. That'll be tough, but winnable. And then, yeah, so they could win two of the next five. You're still trending in that right direction. You put a buy or two in there, they could still get the spoon, but I feel, I feel like they're playing better football than a lot of other teams. So. That's a wrap for my early bold predictions on the podcast. That was, you know, after one or two rounds, I wanted to get them in to start the year. And we're sitting halfway through the season, going to round 13. So pretty much smack bang in the middle. 
Some I got right, some I got wrong, some are trending, some are, you know, on the fence. We'll see how they all eventuate. But that was a bit of fun. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And my last little segment, I'll make this one short and sharp. Premiership tiers, premiership brackets. I, I rank essentially 1 to 17, all the teams, and I've got brackets for them. So five brackets, let's go. The top bracket will be called the top dog. So they're in top mount. They're in top control. You'll find out in a sec who they are. Next bracket, serious threats, AKA the throbbers. They are serious threats. Obviously, as it says in the name, they could beat the top dogs. They're going to be lurking around come finals, chasing a premiership, maybe a prelim. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. The next tier the coin flippers. Flip that coin 50-50. These teams can essentially beat anyone on their day. They will probably be playing finals football. They'll be sniffing around. They could beat a top four team. They could beat the team on top or they might lose to the team coming second last. You just don't know what you're going to get. There's a few in there. There's a few in there. Next tier, the builders. Get your hammer, get your nails, get your little, your tradie bum bag. And they need to go back to the drawing board. Some of these teams, it's, um, yeah, you're about to hear a nice little breakdown there. And the last tier is just way off the mark. These teams are way off the mark for a premiership. Um, and yeah, so let's break it down. Rapid fire. The top dogs in top mount, in top control. Are, I've got two teams here. The two favorites to win the comp. It's pretty simple. The Panthers and the Rabbitohs, as discussed before. They're the best two defensive teams in the comp. Um, I'm expecting them both to be obviously dependent on matchups in a prelim again. So yeah, they're the top dogs for me to win the premiership. Next tier, the serious threats, aka the throbbers. I've got the Sharks, the Broncos, and the Storm. Obviously reflects to the ladder, like the ladder as we speak. I just think the Sharks are building from last year. They continue to tighten that defense if they can. We know what they can do with the ball. Brisbane, really good. I know they lost two in a row. Like they stuck with the Panthers last round. Storm they've stuck with. Um, they've beaten some big dogs as well. Like they've got it. If they get a home final up in Suncorp, I'm telling you, that place will be rocking and it'll be so hard to beat them up there. So it's possible. They're throbbing. And the Melbourne Storm, the Storm of the Storm, as I said before, they hardly beat themselves. They've got the experience. They've got the big dog players, Munster, Hughes, Grant, Pappy may be back. You never know. They're serious threats. I don't have them at the top with the, the top dogs, but it's possible. They can make runs. They're good enough on their day. Now, the next one, this is fun. The coin flippers. They can beat anyone. Roosters, I'm still not counting them out. I don't have them serious, serious. They've got a long way to, to go, a lot to prove to me, but they can beat anyone. They could match it with, you know, the Bunnies, Panthers, whoever, Sharks, whatever, or they could lose to, we saw it on the weekend, they lost to the Dragons. So yeah, Roosters, Eels, I'm still not counting the Eels out. They can beat anyone. They're inconsistent up and down, but they can beat anyone. They seem to just pack it up against the lower teams and kind of just cruise and put it in second or third gear or Panthers, Rabbitohs have beat both of them this year. The top teams, they fucking elevate. It's crazy. So yeah, Dolphins currently sitting sixth on the table. They don't beat themselves. Wayne Bennett just put so much confidence into his troops. 
They could beat anyone on their day if things go their way. I don't think they can, but you've got to put him in there, in my opinion. The Wars, the Warriors, I love what they're doing. Grit and grind. Um, they're winning in multiple different ways this season, so they could beat anyone. The Raiders start the year dog shit, win five in a row, go for six in a row, crumble at home. You don't know what you're going to get. They could lose the next two or three in a row, and I wouldn't be surprised, but they can beat anyone on their day. That big pack, big red, Corey Horsburgh, Tarpany, Papali'i, all those lads going at it. Um, yeah. It's, it, the competition is that tight. That tight. Love it. And the last one for this tier is the Seagulls. I kind of regret putting them in there, but Tommy is that good. They could beat anyone. They could go on a run. I guess people are going to probably say, oh, they're flat track bullies, but I'm giving them respect. Turbo, back end of the year. They're going to have to put some performances together. They could beat anyone. Okay, two more tiers, ladies and gentlemen, and we will pack up the potty. Builders, back to the drawing board. The Cowboys, they're in all sorts. They've got a good enough team on paper, but they've just fallen behind too far. They're chasing their own tail. I don't see it this year. The Titans, they're sitting higher on the table, but I've just given up. That defensive identity. If, if they finished eighth, I wouldn't even put them high up as a premiership threat. Like I'd just say, you're bouncing week one or two. Like I just, there's, show me some fucking grit. Show me something that you can win consistently back-to-back games. Like, I, it just, I've, I'm lost. I don't know how it happens every single year. It must be so frustrating. They can score a billion tries, but it's what you're letting in. Knights, they've surprised me a bit. KP at six, I still don't like, but, you know, he's back at fullback this week. Um, they have those performances. They have those performances up and down. Like, just get back to the drawing board and try and get some consistent football. And the Bulldogs... Lots of injuries, feel sorry for them. New coach, I think they're tough. I think they try hard. They don't roll over, bite that pillow. They, they keep turning up. They stick to it. There's a few close games. Like, I actually didn't spend too much time on the doggies this potty. Just, I'll roll through their last few games. So, like, yeah, they, they just beat the Titans. Close game by two. Um, they lost to the Warriors. They were behind early on, but it was only 24-12. Like not, not a massive blowout. Magic round, they lost by four points. Um, they won by two points in round nine against the Dragons. They just grit and grind. Like they made it tough against the Sharks, 13 points. It's, I can't really, yeah, they lost it. They got pounded by Para. That was a bad few weeks. Got pounded by the Rabbitohs. They beat the, the Cowboys by one point, the Doggies. They've just, just keep building. There's, there's new players, there's new combinations. They've got new players coming next year who we all know about. Um, identity's there. They're just building that dogs of war mentality. That that identity's coming back. Round four, they lost by two to the Warriors. It's fucking close, man. Round three, they won by four against the West Tigers. It's these close games. They're just edging. Yeah. So I think they just keep building. Just get back to that drawing board. Keep building. Keep building. I think next year is when we really. I said this last year. This is the year where we they go close to the eight. Maybe I'm maybe I'm off. Maybe they you know hopefully finish nine, ten, eleven around there. Push back into this season, and then next year we go. Strap yourself in. Put your boots on. This is the dogs where we can really, hopefully, anyway, see what they've got. Last bracket, and the show way off the mark. I've just got the tigers. I've got the dragons. They're both down the bottom on eight competition points. Obviously, dragons started better. They've crumbled now. 
and the Tigers were dog shit. I think they lost their first eight games and then they've started to win a few. As I said, three of their last four. So down the bottom, they're way off the mark. I don't think we're going to see them in finals football. Yeah, we'll come back to that. That was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a little mid-season review analysis on my way too early bold predictions. And that is your premiership tiers, your premiership brackets, how I break down all 17 teams. That's a little solo monologue. Hope you enjoyed it. Origin potty around the corner. 46 minutes. I've been gone. Time flies when you're having fun. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the footy. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playbook. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.